Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome back to the dark forest. You know me, Jackie Cation. Uh, you know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. There's uh, a donation button. This is coming out super fast because I have a very special guest. But let me tell you the credits before we get into it. Patrick Brady, he's going to fix the audio. That's going to be good. You just heard Mike Rickberg sing that song with his girlfriend, Sarah. And he'll sing again at the end. Just him. Just him doing the Mexican hat dance. And uh, so that's good times. And then Vilmos fixes uh, the website, which we got the new store up, of course. So get the new Dork Forest t-shirt. If you want, the donation button, always available. Always available, especially in the summer when stand-up comedy gets a little slow. So knock yourselves out, Americans. Uh, here we go. Sitting across from me, Claire Kramer, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Thank you. I know. My friend, CJ Arabia, and your friend, no doubt, And CJ, my friend as well, CJ. Who is sitting very quietly who doesn't on, love on CJ. her laptop. Here who she is. Love, there she is. And <laughs> she'll be on another show. I think she was on a call-in at one point. But the thing is, is she was like, hey, I'm working at GeekNation.com. And Claire and Brian are amazing, and you got to have them on. And I was like, yeah, attainable goal. Let's do this. Do uh, it. And so GeekNation.com is your baby. GeekNation is my is my uh, baby about to be birthed and born. <laughs> June 1st, which is, what day is June 1st? June 1st is actually a Friday. Okay, and so, so this will drop like four, three days before then. Correct. So okay. it's super it's super exciting. We're going to we're going to take the site live. It'll be the beta version on okay. the 1st and people can come on, check it out. Geek Nation basically is a hub for all things entertainment geek. Okay. Everything from podcasts, articles, um video. So, you know, a lot of discussion about Transformers. A lot of a lot of Transformer discussion. <laughs> that's all I want. There's a lot of exactly. talk about. It's it's my it's my new uh, that's the geek that I want right now is a uh, is, is You want to you want to be a Michael Bay geek? I I no, I just need a I need a Transformer dork to tell me about uh, the history of Transformers. Uh by the way, attainable goal. Well, don't that, you like uh, how every single yellow car you see driving around is like Bumblebee on the personalized license plate? Really? It's like really, you know, one person thought of that and, you know, and, uh, every yellow car. And now Every car has to, Every. and I like that it's personal li- license plates, and they have to spell it weird. But all like slightly different threes. versions. Yeah, an eight for the, you know, <laughs> E and <laughs> yeah. Right. So you have always, uh, have you always considered yourself a geek? I uh, have. Have you? No. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like a term that's evolved over the past decade, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You or did you marry into it? Well, I was always a dork, but I married deep, deep into uh, the dork force. Uh, you, <laughs> a deeper dork. I, yeah. Oh. No, I married, I also married a geek but really i mean uh, you know it used to be like yeah i'm passionate about this and i'm passionate about that and the term geek was kind of like the you know like nerd kind of the redheaded stepchild kept in the basement oh, yeah. the closet oh, it used to be a negative you know? thing. oh completely mm-hmm. and now it has been co-opted by the cool yeah you're so. like have you done any time in a locker <laughs> i don't know about your cred but uh, yeah. I, I i will give him the thing is is there's there's plenty of room it's like you know a guy told me one time about the green bay packers he was like you want to jump on the bandwagon late plenty of room on the bandwagon yeah still accepting still, still accepting. and that's, that's the one the thing, thing about the community is like it's very open-armed and you know open the door and let's go play a board game if exactly. you want to play because <laughs> who doesn't want an adult play date that's which right is what dorks and geeks and nerds all want to do they just want someone to talk to Absolutely. about their fun thing so um so the crazy thing is that 
and this is let's let's it's plugging, but it's also the awesomest thing that you're doing here, which is you're going to Wizard World Philly Comic Con, which is next weekend, the first weekend of June, right? It that is so correct. You're so right on okay, that. Okay, I got to get on. All right, <laughs> have you been to many cons? Well, I have been. I've been. Wizard World is one of my favorite companies to to work with. Okay, They're, they um. In the U.S. are one of the premier convention, you know, organizers. Oh, oh they're convention organizers. Yes, okay. they are. So this is one of their. They have two kind of flagship events, Philly and Chicago. So, okay. And we'll, we'll Geek Nation will have a presence at both. Um, the PhillyCon basically it's a four day event where you can come. And if you if you've never been to a convention, which uh, would be interesting if you're right. listening to this podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> but there's plenty of people. Who, but there may be yeah. someone out there who is not familiar with it. So in a nutshell, it's a gathering of like-minded yeah, people. It is a gathering of the geeks and the nerds and the dorks of the world. The, you know. Of whatever, too, because I had a convention dork on, and he would go to any convention. Oh, and interesting. he went to the Republican convention. <gasps> oh. To, oh, yeah. Well, I'm talking any convention. <laughs> he was a true – that was his geekdom was – Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you now. I got you. He went to the um, – what was it? The – Oh, the conspiracy convention, which, oh. by the way, held at a man's house. I was like, "Do you have that address?" He's like, "It is not available." <laughs> I would, I would tell you, but I would have to kill you. <laughs> exactly. Um, that is interesting. So yeah. Right. So it's just, it could be anything. It could be boats. It could be. And uh, but but in this case, it's comic books and anime and 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 fun and awesome film and television and, and and kind of media in okay. general. So yeah. So these events, they get the Philly will probably get eighty thousand through its doors. You know, and it's been going. For a while, it's been it's been going for a while. It's a very popular show out on the East Coast, and okay. uh, what Geek Nation's going to be doing is is in conjunction with going live. We're going to be having a presence on the con floor. We're going to be broadcasting from there. I'll okay. be interviewing, and you'll have a booth, media guests. It, actually, we have we have more of a stage. Okay, and, uh, on the convention floor, we're going to be. If anybody's going to be there, we're on the seven hundred aisle. Okay, I think our spot our you know and exact locations do, like seven twenty nine. Are you doing panels on that stage? Well, actually. Actually, there's a separate panel room. So the panel rooms hold up to 5,000 people. So okay. okay. I will be, yeah, that's where I'm, my biggest panel on Saturday, I'm hosting three really great events. One is the Stan Lee panel, um, wow. which who doesn't love Stan? He's freaking the man. Right. He's awesome. Right. Have um, you met him before? I love him. Yes, I have. Oh. He is. He, he could be a guest on the Dork Forest. He could. We'll, we'll, we'll talk after. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but <laughs> but isn't, isn't Thor on that one as well? Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Um, I'm going to host his panel in he's the afternoon. Pretty. He, Yeah, he's not bad looking, well, you know. He's pretty dreamy. Yeah. I, there were men <laughs> gasping in the audience when he took his shirt off. Oh, it yeah. It was very funny. Yeah. We were, I was watching it, and there was guys going, what? Yeah, whoa. 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 <laughs> holy, holy high heaven. And anyway. Then, uh, and then after Chris, it will be a historic event. The five Star Trek captains, for the first time ever, will be together, and I'm going to host their event, their Wait panel. Wait a minute. So what we have, well, we have, of course, we have a Priceline guy. Yes, William He's, Shatner. There, thank you. <laughs> that's that's what I like to call him. I like to call him the Priceline Mr. guy. Mr. PR. <laughs> and anyway, so William Shatner, but then it's Picard, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. All five will be there. All right. Mm-hmm. And then Hawk. There's Kate. And, and Kate. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we got Hawk from Deep Space Nine, right? Uh, he has a name as well. And uh, Kate, who was uh, what's-her-face with the hair on uh, Voyager. Yes. Uh, which I... Thoroughly enjoyed Voyager, uh, Rangers of the Dork Forest. A lot of people judge. There's some judgment sometimes about about that one. 
CJ's taking a photo. Hey. Yeah. Hey. And then, uh, okay, so yeah. that's four. And then, oh, Scott oh, Bacula. Bacula. Scott Bacula, which rhymes with butt crackula. Butt crackula. And I will try not to say that as I'm. Uh, <laughs> I've said it on stage a lot. Your so, name rhymes uh, with butt. In other news. Yeah, and, in, uh, other, in other news. Yeah. And then if he had a sister, she would be called Stacula. Anyway, um, I have uh, I have some free time in my brain box, and uh, I like to rhyme people's names. So, so what do I? What's Claire Kramer? Uh, Kramer? Oh, I haven't gamer. Haven't worked gamer. gamer. So do you game? I do. I, I'm not as dipped as other people. Uh, uh, well, right now I'm super busy, so I haven't had the time to allocate that right. I really want to. But yeah, I like of that course you might I do. allocate. I like that you might allocate. <laughs> what I have to do is I have to allocate some time. I've got to allocate to That's figure really out this Diablo I've... three business. <laughs> and uh, I, I myself only play uprights just mm. because it affects productivity. And uh-huh. uh, so what I do because we got we got the systems because my All right. a video okay, game so we'll finish it. We'll wrap this little shindig up, and yeah. then we'll hit the. Oh, oh my God! Let's not, because uh, but I'm tabletop as well. Oh, you do a little. I'm versatile. Oh, very uh, nice. And I actually, if I can win, I'll I'll do it. If they, be it pinball or it, it's you know any any type of game competition contest, I'm oh. in. Oh, Sudoku, a I'll, I'll have a Sudoku off with you. <laughs> I'll do a crossword off. Whatever you want. <laughs> Bring Interesting. It. it turns out Claire Kramer would like to win. And, uh, fair <laughs> it enough. Out I'm very I, competitive. I will tell you that I never played board games because I'm the youngest of six, ah. and so there was always sibling rules, and uh-huh. it was always jackassery going on. Uh huh. And I never won. So uh, when I started playing board games with my husband and his fam- with his, and his friends, who are essentially his family, he's got right. forty close friends from UCLA that he still hangs out with. Right. <laughs> and uh, always playing games because he's a game designer and right. he's just a game guy. That's just him. Yeah. yeah. And so, but they play the most interesting games. Like they don't play Monopoly and Life and stuff. They play super fun. Settlers games. of Catan and they, the, yeah, but they, even weirder than. And then I had Rich. Uh, that one's like the gateway to board games. It's a good gateway. Yeah. Apples to apples was my mm. gateway. Because uh-huh. uh, it's good for comics because right. everybody gets two minutes. Oh, right? Because oh. you go around. Everybody okay. goes around. Everybody gets to be green and, and do their bossy okay. thing. And okay. It's like, mm, that isn't because <laughs> the word's fuzzy. Moses, fuzziest. And, or whatever, you know? And yeah, I had a rich summer from okay. Mad Men uh-huh. on, and he is a gigantic game board board game geek to the point where he plays games alone oh because his wife doesn't like to play games so he plays a lot of board games that are that are i was like like solitaire and he said yes but very very does he have oh so it's not a situation where he has like a lazy susan and he plays one person's move and then rotates it and plays another these are games designed designed for one or two players interesting there's like there's something that's very um it's like a um uh what is it Damn it. It's, oh, like Alexander the Great. Okay. And and other sort of conquering games. Plus, you can play Pandemic by yourself. I have right. a fan email. Have you ever played Pandemic? I have, yeah. I love a cooperative game where you play against the game. I, yes. Yeah, which which gets less competitive because mm-hmm. then it doesn't, because essentially you always lose. Right. Uh, against the game because <laughs> they're always super hard. And But that that's that's one of my favorite games. So so you're doing a Stanley Thor um 
panel, and then you're doing the five captains. And Stan Lee's one independent panel. I think that's when it's 10 in the morning. I think uh, Chris Hemsworth is sometime Saturday afternoon, as oh. is the captain's panel. Yeah. Oh, so Chris is going by himself. Yeah, he's a standalone. Thor, you know, he's, he's he making get a his standalone own. appearance at Philly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Turns out uh, I will have any of these 19 people on my show if they are ever in uh, Los Angeles and would like to come to Van Nuys. Do it. Oh, by the way, uh, if you would like a cashew and are allergic to nuts, uh, that was produced in a place where nuts were produced. Okay, got it. Thanks. And, uh, <laughs> and that's dark chocolate. Those are dark promises. They got I promises do. on I, the inside. I love them. Yeah, yeah. You got to say them in a dark voice. Should I read voice. what my promise is? Yes, please. Please okay. read it in a dark, dark voice. Hold on. This is better than a fortune cookie. <laughs> it is, kind of. It is. It is. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, this is uh, this is more of like, I think, a plug for Dove Chocolate. <laughs> An exhale moment deserves delicious chocolate. Oh. And I agree. Is this an oh. exhale moment, Jackie? Uh, possibly. Oh. It's going to be because I'm going to eat one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make everything lovely. Oh. Boom. Well, yours was more about you. Mine was more about the chocolate. Oh, well. I make things about me to maybe some extent. Maybe I'll go back in later in the <laughs> podcast. In the for, podcast for, for another, a second. Another proverb. <laughs> okay. So, so those are three. Mm-hmm. And and then what else? I have seven more. It says you're doing. I'm going to do a Boondock Saints panel. That's on Friday. Uh, Friday, I, I think at five. I'm going to talk to Shannon Elizabeth on Sunday morning, and then I'll be speaking with Melissa Joan Hart. She's going to be there. Uh, Joey Lawrence actually was supposed to be there, but he unfortunately had to cancel. Um, I'm going to be doing a Spartacus panel Sunday afternoon oh. at like three. Okay. Um. There's you the realize that's fest. the first thing that um, that I've recognized is Spartacus. Spartacus? I've heard of the Boondock Saints, but I don't know what they are. What are okay. they? The Boondock Saints is two movies. Um, basically, there's Boondock Saints, Boondock Saints 2. Second one Catchy. featured my bestie, Julie Ben. So I would okay. start with that one and then go back and watch. But oh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to, uh, you know, ruin the plot yeah. for you or anything because they're awesome movies. And I think you'd really like are them. Are they sci-fi? Are they No, uh, fantasy? they're more like um, action. Ooh. Yeah, action. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. All right. Very good. Okay. Uh, let's see. Spartacus, Boondock Saints. Oh, Who's the Buffy Shannon Fest. Elizabeth? Shannon Elizabeth is from American Pie. Thank she you. She is uh, a famous actress that I should she's know. She's a famous actress. She was on Dancing with the Stars two seasons ago. Derek Huff was her partner. Okay. Um, and Melissa Joan Hart? Melissa Joan Hart started off as Clarissa Explains It All in Nickelodeon, and then she moved to Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh-huh. and now she has Melissa and Joey, which I think is on ABC Family. Okay. Yeah, and she I, she and I did, I well, I shouldn't say she and I. <laughs> she and I did Sabrina. Did I you? did an episode of Sabrina with Excellent. Melissa. Excellent. Um, but yeah, we kind of all, same age group of actors. There. Right, right. Okay, so that it, it sort of came up in that sort of Disney and and sitcomy kind of for right. kids. Oh, that's neat. And then, well, and then we all sort of did. I uh, are you from Los the, Angeles? Have you always? No, I grew or? up in Ohio. Oh, yes. Interesting. But my entrance into the business was the teen film Bring It On, which was a really popular cheer cheerleading movie. I've actually seen that one. Oh, okay. I played it's... the bitch Courtney. Wow. That <laughs> oh was my, my god! <laughs> yes. High five. That... Yes. Woo. Now I'm more excited. I don't know why. Courtney. I was excited to meet you and find out that you gamed. Thanks. And, uh, and now, uh, bring it up. <laughs> now that I'm revealing my multifaceted looks to you. I like a diamond. I like a diamond who has a lot of facets. Yeah. And, uh, so that's fantastic. Neat. Okay, so the bit, another big one that yeah. I'm doing is this year, 2012, marks the 20th anniversary of Joss Whedon creating the character Buffy. So there's oh. going to be a Buffy the Vampire Slayer 20th anniversary. 20th anniversary 
documentary, and that's going to include um, Chrissy Swanson, okay, from the who of course played Buffy in the movie. Oh right. And then we'll have um, Juliet Landau, who was Drusilla on the show, um, oh, James Marsters, awesome. who was Spike. Yeah. Um, and a few of the other Buffy cast members, and then I'm not sure if they're bringing anyone from the comic series. Last I talked with Wizard, they were they were um, in negotiations with a couple of people, but about the books, about the, the comics. comic books, they're, yeah. Because when Buffy went off the air after seven seasons, Joss realized that there was a you know the fans still had a need. Sure. And a desire to continue with the story. So he created the comics, which have been really successful. Right, which I think was called Season 8, wasn't yeah, it? Season yeah, Season 8. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, comic books, I've seriously <laughs> dipped in some comic oh, books because okay. uh, there are thousands of comic books in this house. Okay. And I will read whatever is on a flat Are surface. you hoarding comics? Uh, my husband is. Or collecting? Uh, he's collecting. And, and is there a difference? I am separating and <laughs> alphabetizing and bagging. That's my job. My is job? It, are you Dewey Decimal or Library of Congress? Uh, I think... <laughs> Uh, I wish we were Dewey Decimal. I know. Oh, man. All I remember about the Dewey Decimal system is that the 900s is reference. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. It's it's kind of a long gone system now. I know. It's becoming obsolete, sadly. It's because of computers. I know. I blame it on the machines. The I robots. remember going to the library when I was in you know elementary school to do research and or you know junior high and you had to like flip through the, oh, the it, it looked like those that you pulled open and right. you, you had to go to your you know alphabetized area and yeah we have a fake card catalog that's holding DVDs yeah it's that's what <laughs> So I have a friend of mine who has a real card catalog, but she's a librarian. And soon your DVDs will be obsolete. Uh, one day. Yeah, one day. This is what's happening. I just got a $3 version of Romancing the Stone, though. So. Ah! Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So what do you... So what... What do you like to to do in your copious amounts of free time, which you don't have? Well, I mean, <laughs> obviously, right? I mean, so you like to game and you like to play board games and you like to read comic books. Wait, what are you reading? Well, what book book am I reading now? Yeah, let's I'll see. Take a well, book. I just read Bossy Pants, which is great. Uh, um, I heard it on audio and it was awesome. Yeah, how's the reading? Did so, you get the pictures? Great. Yes, so good. Um, I kindled that up. I of course read the trilogy, the Hunger Games trilogy. Sure. Um, did what? you see the movies? Alice, uh, no, I haven't yet. Me neither. Me no, neither. I haven't. I haven't. But I, but I am, um, you know, excited to see the movies. Sure, I'll see the movies. Did you see Avengers? I have. And why wouldn't you? Because you're gonna. In- well, Joss is like. I mean, Joss. There's just, and he really, you know. After working with him, there was a certain cadence to his language on yeah. Buffy and a certain way he told his stories. Yeah. And I just was, I, he, he, you know, he just carried that over into this film perfectly. So oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. And I, I, it's not that I don't like Michael, uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Right. It's just that he doesn't do action as well as Joss Whedon. So I have a theory about okay. the Avengers movie is that we would get that, the one fight scene. Uh-huh. And then he... Oh, and then my phone rang. But I think that Brian Michael Bendis would have ended it, um, I would say, right when the Black Widow put the, the thing into the in, into the Tesseract. Right. That's where he would have ended the movie instead of giving us the giantest, awesomest battle scene ever. And uh, your response while I uh, hang up on this person. Yeah. <laughs> hang up on him. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. Not kidding. <laughs> Not joking. Not kidding. Don't approve. Uh, the home no, yeah. phone is for emergencies. Yes. The home phone. Yeah, it, really? I'm, I'm impressed that you have a home phone line. Well, 
Well, you know what happens? Supposedly, I, I'm married to Safety Mouse, and, uh, okay. and Safety okay. Mouse has a theory that um, when the, all the electricity goes out or when the end the of next the world comes. apocalypse. Right. So when something happens, when, right. when goats rule the world, uh, <laughs> the home phone will be the only way to get a hold of anybody. <laughs> Speaking of, and a lover of comics, and yes. a series I just loved, Walking Dead. Oh. Okay. Series versus Very comics. Good. What yes. is your feeling? I know that a lot of the comic fans are not pleased with Here, the rendering. Here's here's uh, where you've gotten in some dangerous area. Okay. Thing, I'm treading. I'm treading. You're treading. Lightly. The, the, the only thing. I'm going to doggy paddle backwards, baby. <laughs> back pedal, back pedal. Don't bring up Game of Thrones. Right, yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> That's all right. I am Khaleesi. Uh, <laughs> Winter is coming. I know. <laughs> Winter. Anyway, so it's I, been coming, right? Right. Don't right. you love? Are you up to date on Game of Thrones? No, no. I tried to read the books a thousand times, and I can't. And, oh, uh, yeah. And I've tried to watch the. Uh, and, and I haven't tried to watch the TV show because we don't have it. But uh, Andy saw it and he loved it. But here's the scoop on Walking Dead. Okay, Walking Dead. I read Come the in. first two books, the first okay. two trades, and I was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm bored now. Because they keep fighting zombies, and I'm, I, I need it to be more – I need more Joss Whedon is what okay, I need. Okay, okay. I need more arc to it. And um, I do read – like, do you read Brubaker? Do you ever do Ed Brubaker? Uh, I haven't. Any of his noir stuff? No, I haven't. He's got an amazing series. It's called Incognito. And okay. what I like about it – is that first of all, it's finite, right. slow and done, and uh, so it has a beginning, a middle, and an uh-huh. end, uh, and it's about supervillains who are in a witness relocation program. Oh, yes. I love that. Yes, and he just moved to Los Angeles, and uh, I know what I'm going to kindle now. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I will, uh, and then so incognito is what it's called. Okay, and it's pretty fantastic. And then there's unwritten, which is I don't know if you uh, Mike Carey. Do you ever do any Mike Carey unwritten? Unwritten is uh, Harry Potter. Okay. If Harry Potter were, um, <laughs> if J.K. Rowling, I've said it a thousand times, allow me to say it again. Say it. Uh, if J.K. Rowling had a son and named him Harry Potter, and then she mysteriously disappeared, totally disappeared like Amelia Earhart, and then he grew up to be a drunken slacker jackass and went to Comic Con and just signed her books with his name. Okay. And got drunk and did a lot of coke, and then all of a sudden one day Voldemort showed up. Okay. And it's like. Oh shit! It's all real, and and then now he has to rise to the occasion ah. because magic is real, and it turns out he's actually a wizard. Okay, and so he is Tommy Tommy Taylor, and uh, and it's called Unwritten. And the thing is, is that's ostensibly the plot. Okay, but that isn't. Right, there's so much more to it. Because oh, that sounds Mike amazing. That sounds awesome. You know, yeah, I'm looking for something new to read right now, so that's great. Oh, well, yeah, you may leave with a parting gift because oh, I, I happen to have some starter trade novels that I like to push on people like a crazy person. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like to, I'm influential. Win me over. Excellent. <laughs> well done. So what, what, uh, so you just finished reading Bossy Pants. Uh, and also I read Chelsea Handler's latest book, which oh, was okay. super, super funny. I heard it was um, great. Yes. And what else have I, what is this on my There's a lot of new books list. like that coming out where like people are sort of like essays or, yeah. or autobiographical. I know. It makes me want to write one, but then I'm like, my life is not that exciting and I'm not that funny. So I think I need to. three kids. Yeah. That's crazy. That is that is funny, but not ha-ha funny. That's hmm funny. I know. But just think about the leadership. There's a leadership vacuum in children's books, and you might want to bring it. Yeah. No. <laughs> brown bear, brown bear. That's what I've been reading lately. There's a lot of brown bear talk in brown your Brown bear. And what is the other one? There's a, there's a book of opposites. 
that's like near, far, loud, quiet. Uh, yeah, so I've been, it's been really exciting at my house. That sounds good. That sounds like a emo or Elmo. It doesn't sound very emo. Yeah, no emo, Elmo. It's not as a uh, not as emo as I wanted it to be. Uh, so, <laughs> but yes, the three children do rule my house. They're four, two, and uh, seven, eight weeks. So wow. yeah, that's amazing. It's a crazy bunch. And wow. and, and, and the as, newest one's a boy. You said the newest one is a boy. The older two are girls. Do but you have animals too. I, I do not. Although my oh, older one is begging me for a dog. So. Yeah, there'll be a day. Yeah. How about a day when it's not quite as crazy? Yeah, that'll <laughs> yeah. be fantastic. Well, we had a fish that has hung on since the fair (laughs) the LA fair last year I'm like looking at it like and the funny thing is we didn't even win the fish this is what happened so we were we valeted our car at a hotel by the fair because we were like there's absolutely no way we're getting in we can't park we can't you know so we valeted and we go to leave we're leaving the valet and my husband is finishing like closing the trunk of our car walking around and somebody's like hey buddy 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 and brian's like yeah and he's like hey hey i got this i got the i can't take all these fish home here take this fish and my husband was like he said it was like he was frozen for a minute he didn't know what to do and he, <laughs> somehow he accepted this fish you know that has now lived yeah. been in our presence ever since so the fish the fish we ended up do you have to do things with fish well i mean i'll tell a story now since my kids aren't old enough to hear it we left for vacation we go okay so we got a couple more fish because we were like well the poor guy's lonely you know we got this tank he was we got tiny a full tank yeah we got a, square, you know, a big tank. tank yeah and he was swimming around looking kind of sad and we're like wow we should really get him some friends must be the lonely <laughs> life just with a rock in there and a fake right. fake castle maybe a castle so yeah <laughs> but, yeah so we got him a couple friends then we went on this road trip and we put one of those pods in there that you know will feed the fish it's slowly the oh. the Excess stuff slowly disintegrates and pieces of food are supposed to flake out. Yeah, yeah. Well, we may have stayed away a little longer than we thought. And when we came home, there was only one fish and two skeletons. Skeletons? Stuck on the filter. So, And my daughter, who was three at the time, was like, Daddy, what happened? Where'd gold go? And I'm like, oh. Brian's like, well. (laughs) So so the next week, the fish tank went to the preschool. And my responsibility ended with the fish. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I had a friend once who... Uh, put who accidentally put uh, like a gopher or something, not a gopher, but a like gopher? a hamster. hamster. Okay, a hamster up on top of the fridge and forgot about it. Oh damn, that's like intense. in life, <gasps> like walking around, like didn't hear the like essentially like for weeks and weeks yeah. and then and then one day was like. What, what is happening? What, yeah. what food is in here that I left? Humans are horrible people. We are. But you know what? That was the message of Wally. Yeah. Is that we, while we are foul, we're adorable and we deserve this planet. <laughs> and uh, we do. We do. <laughs> Wally, what a great movie. It was a great movie, but I it was do. a bit of a sad. There's always a B plot for it, me in a yes. movie where there's always like a weird message. And the weird message of Wally is uh, that we are horrible, horrible people that don't work out. And, and well, we'll the weird. 
planted. The weird message for me was I should get a lounger that drives me around everywhere. <laughs> that will hold See? the super gulp, you know? Exactly. But we're somehow adorable, and we should have that planet back. And Because, uh, like, Dirty Dancing, of course, keep abortion legal. Footloose right. was uh, censorship is bad. Right. Uh, Blue Crush was uh, uh, only... True happiness is found through corporate sponsorship. Right. So I don't know if you remember that film. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. It was yeah. surfing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, yes, I like it. So those that's what you're – do you read much fiction when you get a chance? I do. Yeah. No, I do. Have um, you read The Hunger Games? I do. I read the trilogy, of course, um, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo trilogy. Oh, Amazing. That, you know, that, that yeah, was yeah. like the precursor to The Hunger Games. and then Right. That's the adult version. Yeah, the that's Hunger the Games. adult version. Um, one book you were saying, you know, you had one you couldn't get into. I probably started like Water for Elephants like five times. And I was like, I cannot get into this book. Is that so, – is it an Oprah book? Uh, it, is it a slice It was. Of it was happening? an Ope pick, you know. Um, let's see. For all my others, Cane River was an awesome book. If no one's ever read that, that's a really good Who classic. You know, I don't know off the top of my head. All right. I will look it up. It'll yeah, be in look the notes, it. American. It's a really, it's a great book. Um, it follows a couple generations in Savannah, Georgia. It's okay. really interesting. Um, that's neat. Here's my favorite author. Not a very well-known American author, but amazing. P.D. James. She lives in London. She's like 90 years old or something, still churning out books. I've seen, I've seen her on the shelves. Yeah, you, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Is it mystery? It is mystery. That's what it is. She has now. She's written a couple, um, a couple books where she's branched off from her main character, but right. she has her main oh, she character. Had a, okay. Yeah. That and follow. He, he's a detective, and he. I, I just am absolutely like I've read all her books twice. That's how much I love her. I love a reread yeah. too, though. It's, oh there's yeah. Some, there's nothing more comforting. Yeah. It's uh, it's very it's toddler like in the fact that I want to watch Aladdin 19 times. Oh yeah. 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 So that's what I do with the reread. I enjoy that. I just read a mystery novel, and it was called Death of a Cozy Writer. Oh. And interesting. Um, what I don't there's there's a mystery novel problem sometimes for me because I, I i've read all of the spencer for hire novels okay applause okay and uh <laughs> many times and uh but th- those always you know who the bad guy is in the beginning right and then spencer figures out things and and fights the bad guy essentially and and brings him to justice right so you know right. right away who's done the thing and then there's ones that are like encyclopedia brown where you are led to believe that if you were smart enough you could figure it you out you would be figuring it out well mm-hmm. death of a cozy writer did a thing that I don't enjoy, uh, even though I believe this woman won the Edgar. This was her first novel, okay. and um, and 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 it was pretty well written, except for 188 pages until somebody died. I don't approve of that either. No, not good. No, no, mm, not acceptable. Kill someone quickly, and, uh, <laughs> too in, much time in the murder mystery. <laughs> yeah, so must die by page five. <laughs> exactly, and then it doesn't have to be 500 pages. Right. So, but the, they can round it out at a nice 250. Right, and then so does P.D. James. Is is it like that where you're supposed to be able to figure it out, or is it the other way? It's the other way. Oh, I like the other. Yeah, way. it's the other way and because I never figure it out. Right. No, it's more. Which wouldn't you say that's the way Girl with Dragon Tattoo more is is the other. Oh, Oh, the, yeah, yeah. 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 The, he's uh, she's more. That, that's a revenge fantasy. Yeah, the dragon tattoo books. Yes, it's a. It, I read them in a week, and then I was mad at uh, every man in the world for a month. I know. And then it took a while. And that, I do see see my published works for the joke about that, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Because uh, I do a long. It's it's a whole thing about the dragon tattoo. I, I want like I want my heroes to be heroes, right? Right. I don't want them to have revenge fantasies. Right. I have revenge fantasies because I am flawed. Right. Uh, but my heroes <laughs> should be, be able to rise above specimens. Exactly. Because yes. <laughs> I think, and this is um. 
this is a serious topic, which is uh, that I think that the real when you get attacked because everybody's had bad experiences yes. with uh, with people because we all because uh, <laughs> people suck because sometimes as people we've established suck. and I've made some terrible life decisions where I followed some dude down an alley with the promise of weed and adventure <laughs> and uh, and they all end the same or, or perhaps a fake ID <laughs> saying that you are twenty one and then all of a sudden you're not and right. then there's some dude who's too close and you're like dude too close I'm not saying that. Castration isn't uh, probably rewarding in its own way, but uh, she tends to. She seems very angry in the dragon mm-hmm. tattoo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you. Well, <laughs> well, she did tattoo <laughs> a few people. Yes, there's there was some on issues. her own. Yes, she had. I think she had some issues that she needed to work out. Swedish yeah. versus American versions of those films. Did you see both? Yes. Oh, what do you think? Uh, I haven't seen any of them. I, I just read the books. You know, I mean, I, well, I out of all three, kind of better. I, out of all three books still my favorite um second place mm, i don't know I, I i was really impressed with uh mara rooney's performance in the american right. version and when my husband's like i've heard you say this a million times but i'll say it a million and one when they cast We've her yes <laughs> when they cast her i was like no and i think that there was a big like a uh, collective like groan oh, from, right, right. from fans that it was good of the book yeah, yeah but she really pulled it off she did a great job obviously nominated for an oscar um yep. i don't know if it was i mean i'm not on the academy but i don't know if it was performance i would consider oscar worthy well i mean hey listen you dye your hair black and put a million piercings in yourself and right you that doesn't you don't really have to do that much with your acting right you know what i'm right. saying right um, right <laughs> Fair enough. But Fair enough. it was still a very interesting performance, but I think it was well supported by the material and, yeah, yeah. you know, other aspects of the film. That being said, it's hard to pick. The Swedish version, I think, maybe trumped the American a little bit. I, I heard that it was But you had better. to read the subtitles, so that right. maybe evened it out. I don't know. Right. But the whole thing about subtitle movies is that I never want to go see them, but three or four minutes into them, I'm like... I forget it's like that no it's, big deal. Yeah, yeah. I forget it's like that I'm oh whatever. It. It's subtitled. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Um, so there's yeah. I've I've seen the Avengers three times oh, now, uh-huh. and um, and the third time I was like, let's go get shawarma, and <laughs> and for some weird reason we couldn't find a shawarma place. We had to get shish kebab. Oh, It'll happen. Oh. It'll happen. Uh, but uh, still tasty. Still tasty. Still mm-hmm. still a mil- Yummy Middle flesh. Eastern yeah. uh, meat product, <laughs> and, uh, and that'll be fine. It's, it's a brotherly to the shawarma. <laughs> so so did you? Um, so what? What are you looking forward to? Are you looking forward to? Uh, well, all of this in life, in in yeah, what the heck, in life. Well, uh, what what do you collect anything at the house? Oh, geez, I'm a hoarder. I could, I easily oh. am a hoarder. I but, but my husband has hoarder. made well me done. get. Now I'm hoarding children. Um, <laughs> my husband's <laughs> made me get rid of several of my collections. What collections have have prevailed? I have my cloisonne collection still. What's a cloisonne? Cloisonne is um, an art form where it's like you take, let's say it's a vase, okay? But okay. instead of like casting the vase and then painting it or or spinning it on a pottery wheel and then painting it afterwards, cloisonne is where they take um, metal and like do a design on the outside and then they melt pieces of glass or colored metal into that and that's what makes the design. Whoa. Uh, it's such a cool thing to collect. And it makes... Uh, and see it, pictures. And, and, oh, like this. And CJ brings and this. over... So they're... 
It's sort of like stained glass, but with metal. But with yeah, exactly. So they I have, start out with the metal, not with the glass. They start out with something that makes. There's no glass involved. Um, there's something, you know, under an underneath shape of something. You okay. Know, uh, Take like, your daredevil pint yes. glass, if you will. Imagine this beer pint. <laughs> Please. <laughs> to be a beautiful vase. Okay. Um, and then they, on the outside, form this metal. And right. then they pour the different uh, colored metal into that and let it set. And that's what makes the design on Cloisonne. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So Is it now... Keep asking. I'm, I'm, okay. Enamel? Is enamel involved? I, I, You know, I'm not exactly sure what material it is. Now, what CJ just it's, showed us a picture of was like uh, plates and stuff. So it yeah, could be done it with can plates be, or In my collection, or, what, what part of yes. I like to collect is different forms. So I like have an elephant. I have some candlesticks. Oh. I have um, a little treasure chest. I have a duck. I don't know. You know? Wow. So at, anytime when I travel or when I go, I love to go to vintage shops, you know, especially when I'm in Europe or on the East Coast yeah. or whatever, you know, anywhere, really, flea markets. I love the Rose Bowl. Because so it could when be I, anywhere. Yeah. When I go, instead of, like, just buying a bunch of random things, which I would love to do also, right. um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can hone in and focus my obsession right. onto one thing, and that's Cloisonne. Okay. Because you, so, you have a um, a curio shelf, no doubt. I, uh, yes. And, yes. So, um, so, yeah, so when we moved into our new house, which was, like, uh, seven years ago, um he said, you have to get rid of your chair collection. You had a chair you have collection. to get rid of your desk collection. What? You desk? have to. Who collects desks? You have to get rid of, you know, I had, I had so, because I thought I was going to refinish all this furniture and, you know. Oh, okay. Be, oh, that's, that, that yeah. was my plate to do for like mm, three or four years. Those, did you get to keep one desk? No. Oh, none. No, but now at Geek Nation, he's and I've you know got this. We have uh, this great soundstage where yep. we shoot all our productions. So he, this past couple of weeks, I've been like, hey, what about this for this set? What about this for that set? And he's like, your collection is starting again. I can see you thinking that you're going to be able to you know start bringing stuff into this space. And what's what's a, what? What do you look for in a desk to collect? You like you like the the, the woodwork <laughs> or that you think that you're going to refinish anything. Metal? If it's a desk, I'll take it. Hey, like I, don't, I don't pass judgment, Jackie. No, no, safe I'm, space. I'm an equal opportunist. <laughs> You're just like, I like the idea that work could be done here. Right. Is that what I, it is? It's productivity. It's creation. Ah. It's, you know, it's something creative. I like history. So if I had the choice between going to a really cool, like, brand new mod furniture store yeah. or going to an antique store, I would always hundred percent of the time choose going to the antique store to pick right. my to pick my furniture, furniture or well, whatever decoration. Did you, did you see our, our, our couches here? I love them. Uh, we we, we them. got them over at the Secret now, what, Salvation Army. This looks Army. like Egyptian hieroglyphics on, on the ends on the ends of these couches, and we have a theory. There we have a, a couch. A chair and a love seat, and they're all distressed leather now because they're wearing out. And Andy hates them because he oh, hates distressed no, leather. And gorgeous. I was like, oh, they look super cool yeah, now. Yeah, they're and he's awesome. Like, yeah, they look great until you sit on them in shorts, and then you stand up and you have leather on your back. <laughs> and your legs. then you then you are peeling leather. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I was like, fair enough. But um, but they are. I think that they were. Uh, we just speculate that they were in the foyer of some sort of. A business like a like a friars club. It kind of looks like yeah, or like because they're it could brown be. dark leather. Yeah, kind of. and then the hieroglyphics thing. It's like the awesomest um, 
hood ornament on a shitty car ever. You know, I actually, one of the most amazing times of my life was when I went to Egypt, when I went to Valley of the Kings, and we went down into several of the you know, catacomb tombs. Yeah. And I actually went in Tutankhamun's and I, Dude. I, I paid off the guard and Brian actually <laughs> did. My husband nice. paid off the guard who was like, you know, a local working there, hanging out. He, and he kind of walked away and I got oh. down by Tutankhamun's, oh. uh, what do you call it? The sar- sarcophagus? sarcophagus, sarcophagus. And I have a picture of me right by his mummified body Ooh. or at least the sarcophagus in which right. possibly his mummified body is still in but his sarcophagus that's a big freaking it was cool yeah it was really cool and then i took paper of course and rubbed some hieroglyphics yeah rubbing not in his tomb but in someone else's fair enough here's here because when i went to the uh the parthenon (laughs) when i went to greece um i always remembered i took latin when i was a kid yes and my latin uh, professor, uh, teacher in, in junior high and high school, she was like, you know, I, I would go to these things and people would always be like, I'm taking a rock with me. And, um, and she always said, you know, if everybody takes a rock, there's no more ruins. <laughs> and so I always knew better than to take a rock, but we climbed, it was, I don't know, we were drunk. We climbed over to see the Oracle oh, yeah. of Delphi. Yes. Yeah. And so it was me midnight. too. Greece. There you go. That's what so you do. <laughs> that's what you do. And then we're, we're on, it was me, a Mexican woman, uh, a Canadian guy and a, a guy from South Africa. And so the four of us are on the altar uh-huh. and the Canadian who, of course, very responsible young man uh, at the time, <laughs> starts reading the signage and he's like hey you guys i don't i don't think we're supposed to be on the altar we're not it says don't go on the altar and uh the mexican woman who i had been traveling with very nice woman um she had propped up a a candle with two boulders and i was like hey it's not a construction site stop moving the boulders around But it was really beautiful. I mean, yeah, you know, no, when you go to those places. Gorgeous. I know. Yeah. Greece was another one where, you know, and it's so sad because there, the ruins aren't ruins because they were falling apart. The ruins because of World War II. Oh, right. You know, right, and right. So it's, it's which is why of, the, the, they would like their stuff back because the British saved every, the, all those Elgin right. marbles. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the Greeks are like, no, no, we, we. Yeah. We're not having a war now. We can yeah, have we, those back. We'd, we'd like to go ahead. Yeah, I think I joined that cause on Facebook. Someone <laughs> sent me an invite. I was like, yeah, they should probably send those back. But I, think the British, I, I like you. you know? right, but I think the British did save them, and Lord Elgin did, you know, he yeah. saved all that stuff. And yeah, which was British a good Museum. move. Nice yes, move. Yeah. Nice move. Nice move, but now time to let it travel back. No, the thing about Greece also, other than, you know, the um, structures and everything, which is so interesting. Greece Wasn't Greece like the party of the world? Like you said, you were traveling with a Mexican, a Canadian. Oh, yeah. It was like when I was was there it was literally like just everybody from every country like getting along partying drinking yeah, yeah like, totally and i haven't having you know and i went by myself and um i forgot to buy a let's go oh. so i was in i was in italy and every morning at the youth hostel people were like hey we're gonna go look at the david and i was like what's the david oh. so essentially the precursor <laughs> to the dork forest where i don't know who anyone is right i didn't know what the david was wow well you know <laughs> so, yeah, that's all right it was fine i got to see it yeah turns got, out i was like you whatever it, you were there i was there and i i've never when i was in greece i wanted to go to egypt but i only had ten dollars oh. and uh but i had a credit card and i do live in regret that I never went. That you, yeah. Now I'm 
kind of too scared because there's a lot of unrest. And at the time, I didn't know better. No, and it's it good to awesome. travel. That's when you're young. Traveling's amazing. Did you go to the Greek islands at all? I didn't. I just okay. went to uh, Athens and to Delphi. And then okay. we went through what was Yugoslavia at the time. This was like 89. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I'm excited about Geek Nation because I, I love all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I know? mean, it's it's going to definitely have – I mean, it's uh, – I'm – Trust me, I'm very excited too, and I'm I'm really excited. To, you know, it's been something that I've been passionate about and working on for a long time. So I'm, you know, That's Brian and I are very excited. We've got, of course, CJ from Smosh over there working with us, and yeah. Joey Horowitz who produced The Illusionist, and we've we've just built this great team of um of you know writers and artists really under under the Geek Nation umbrella. So it'll be right. great, and to it's going to be that. a lot of media, right? It's going to be a, a lot of different media because there's something called Fan, which is a freaking awesome network okay and they do it's just reviews of video games and and anime and action figures and really anything that anybody cares about they're like do you care about jumbo machinder from 1977 feel free to write a 2000 word article about it so it's all written that's (laughs) awesome it's pretty great that's cool but i like the idea of it being because you have a sound stage and you have uh audio places for people to record audio and people shoot things and that'll be neat it's you know we wanted to create this environment that just facilitated creativity you know my husband's been in the business forever he's been a producer and i have obviously been acting for like 10 years. Right. And so we, we were like, you know, we love working for the networks. We love working for other people. But sure. we also want to have, you know, kind of this collective creative environment. Where so. you can make your own content. Absolutely. And, everybody else, and, and using your powers for good, quite honestly. So that uh, others oh, oh. may, may uh, make their own content, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, exactly. That's so cool. I have so many questions about all of these different things. So you're going to talk to Spike, let's say. Yes. What are you going to ask these people? What are you going to ask Thor? Well, James, what are you going to ask? James is Spike, for example. He's a good friend of mine. We actually had several scenes together when I was on Buffy. Right. Um, you know, I think with him, he he is one of the you know most recognizable characters from that series. Oh yeah. And he did the crossover several times, and and more than any other character, his character has remained. Uh, has garnered such a loyal, loyal fan base. Right. They come prepared, Jackie. To do do they? Q and A's. Oh yeah. They've got. They've, they've got, got very specific they got questions stuff that they need to address with James. <laughs> Fair okay. Enough. So I will definitely, um, you Be know, give, that. give him a great intro and you know, kind of banter back and forth. But at the end of the day, for his Q and A, it's going to be about the the James fans, the true James fans, getting their chance to get up and say what's on their mind. Right. And plus, you could ask him about. Uh, he did uh, several episodes of Torchwood as well. He he did, yes. Where he had to make out with Jack, because ah, everybody made out with Jack, Okay. Uh, the main character of Torchwood, because uh, uh, one of the premises of Torchwood seems to be that the main character will sleep with anything. Okay. Uh, men, women, aliens. That's so, un- that's so different and so, unusual. <laughs> it's the British do it Especially right. on the con circuit. I don't know. That's weird. I know. There's a lot of slash I've heard of anything like that. Out there. Somebody asked me what my one true pairing was. Uh-huh. O- OTP was the, was the acronym. Uh, somebody said, what's your OTP for the Avengers? And I was like, 
I know, I know I should know what the OTP stands for. Tell me what the OTP stands for. It's kind of like OPP. Right, down with OPP. (laughs) But it's complete. There's like, there's a, I had a fan fiction dork on. Okay. And so I got to learn a lot. Writer or writer? And reader. Oh, and both. All of it. And slash. Like she did erotic uh, fan fiction. Isn't all fan fiction erotic? No, no, no. You could just, you could just have Just all the fan fiction written about me must be erotic. And hey, I don't mind. Let, let me live it up, you let, know? Live I've been married a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I love that. That's yeah. the best attitude ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why not? They've, I've been with girls, guys. I don't... Whatever. Yeah, and let's keep sort. it at that, please, yes, writers. Please. No bestiality. <laughs> yes. Please do not get her fish involved. Yeah, I don't want to... late date. I don't want to be doing it with a goat. Like... No. No, no. What and was the play? It was the mammoth play. Uh, I'm sure it that was, was a the, that premiered play. in in London at the repertoire. I'll think of it in a minute. Anyway, he's gone mad. Uh, so in other, <laughs> but news. his daughter is casting in on girls. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, that's yeah, right. She I is. wondered if she was related. Have you seen that show yet? I have not. It is. There's great. too many great television. It is good. A lot of television it is good. that I Well, HBO Sunday Night is now like the must. You got is it? Veep and Girls and Game of Thrones. So oh. it's like you just sit down I for the two to hours. See Veep too. Oh, it turns out yeah, you're cheating yourself if you have not seen it. I know it. I know it, but I understand the same problem with uh, with uh, uh, community and uh, modern yeah. family. Yeah, I know. And, I know. Uh, lot, there's there's but, a there's a lot of really good work being done. There it's, is. It, it's amazing. And I am available to play an airport cop in anything. And and you're right. Is that your people. is that your go to character? Yeah, casting people, people look at me. They're like PTA mom and airport cop. Ah. And I was like, you could clean this up and turn it into a lawyer. Why don't you do that? Yeah. Anything? No. And, oh, no. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's me. Will. I get. I'm either victim or bitch. <laughs> so yeah, it's like I I did a movie uh, where I played a victim where I like literally don't talk. That's why I have this weird scar on my shoulder. Like I got drug across the carpet. Oh. Yeah. So I anyway. Didn't see it before. And then the next thing I do is like, you know, total bitch. Taking it, 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 because what people don't understand is that it doesn't matter what you are cast as the the side the breakdowns which are mm-hmm. describe the characters of what you are going up for it doesn't matter if you are the good looking person or the not good looking person they're never flattering it no. doesn't matter what the breakdown you could be the hot chick but you're also somehow dumb uh, you could be the hot chick or you're the raving bitch you're the hot chick it's never anything or mm-hmm. if you're uh, you're like mm, we're looking for someone fat. But you have a heart of gold. Heart right. of gold. You're like, <laughs> and it's really? like, I don't know. I don't, yeah. You're like, uh, I don't know who's writing that. It's obviously casting people going, we're sorry, but this is exactly what we need. Well, and it's always weird, like, when your agents see you a little bit differently than you see yourself, you know, like, just recently after... After my kids, when right. I've basically like been pregnant for four years in a row, so right. or you know, <laughs> so Five now I'm not, yay. Um, and you know, I got a breakdown the other day for a character I was going in on. And it's like early thirties, and I'm like, early thirties. What? What just you happened? Know, but, yeah. Why did I? What? I, I thought I was supposed to play twenty-five. Did I, did I age out of myself? What just yeah. happened? And then I'm like, oh, good. Well, maybe less people in the business at this age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you gotta weed off. Exactly. Uh, I went in. The last audition I had was for a, a, a Polish factory worker. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cast mm-hmm. typecasting. Nice. Uh, I didn't get it. Do and you wear hair nuts in your roles? When I go up for the audition, mm-hmm. I never dress for it. No, how about how about when you've actually have you worn oh, a book on camera? I never have. Hmm, interesting. I've, I'm doing a little bit of a you know a soft survey on hair nets at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> 
Interesting. Uh, tell me more. Are, are, have you been I really don't to want to bore anyone else with it. Oh, please. No, I haven't. I'll, you know what? Next podcast back, I'll give you my results. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. On, 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 on the results of what sort of hair, what, what is happening. I'll reveal my survey then. How about a bald cap? A bald, and, I have had to wear a bald cap. Oh, have you? Mm-hmm. When I played a cancer victim. Oh, fair um, enough. Fair enough. Yes. And I've had to wear wigs, of course. I've had extensions. Have you ever had that time where they ask you to dye it or shave it yes, or any of yes. that? Yes. Not and shave, but dye. Yes. And have you? Yes, I have. You're like, all right, I'm in. I've been redhead, blonde, and brunette Dark. for films. And purple hair. Okay. Which was not dyed. That was a wig. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But a nice wig, no doubt. It was. It was really cute. In the, in the picture, that was a movie called The Thirst, um, which did okay, but it was a kind of it was a cool concept for a movie. Right. Um, and that picture was used on the cover of the New York Times oh, as that's like neat. in an expose about horror movies. So oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people can follow you on Twitter, of course. They can. At Claire Kramer. At Claire Kramer. Oddly enough. What's up? There we go. What's up? What's up? And, <laughs> What's and up? Yo. Turns out she will respond. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this, uh, this they is They can neat. send all their fan fiction to me. They can Twitter it to me. I should have you back. They, and, you know, yeah, well, definitely. To find out what the hell happened with Stan Lee and everything at the Philly convention. First, we've got a lot to discuss. We do. Because we, we have many, much more. Because we've never met before. And it's always like the first time I have people on the Dork Forest, if I don't know them very well, I'm just like, so what's happening? And then we're going to have CJ Arabia on. Another zickle. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to The Dork Forest. You've done vital work. Go out there, affect change at a grassroots level. Take care of each other. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance, then it sounds like a Mexican hat dance. It's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?